All right, Super Bowl special I have on today, yet again, Josh, you know him as the Patriot fan. What's going on, man? Uh, not too much, buddy. Just hanging in there. So, big game this week. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to very quickly go over something that we are feuding over. It is the Brooklyn Nets and the Philly 76ers big trade that happened Thursday. You claim that the the Sixers came out big, scoring Harden. But I'm on the back of the Nets getting the best defensive player in the world, along with some picks and a couple other guys. Oh my how, goodness. how in the fucking world does James Harden win this trade? Well, let me let me tell you one thing. First off, Ben Simmons is not the best defender in the world. Philly has the best defender in the world on its roster already. Embiid? No, there's another guard they drafted. I mean, his name for you. But that guard, everybody he's played up against this year, he's they're averaging like 35% from the field. They drafted him as like a defensive stopper, and like he's really starting to ball out now. He's balling out now, but he's not playing in playoff games. Ben Simmons has played in playoff games and has proven himself as the best he has defender. Proven himself to suck. <laughs> Last year he just didn't shoot. If he didn't have That's to shoot, just, how far has that got him? He's not a shooter though. Like he had, there was plenty of other guys on that Philly team, and they should have won the East probably for three years in a row. But they just don't do it. They rely on. Ben Simmons to do shit, and he's not an offensive guy. He has games where he has good offensive points, but he's just that's just not his game. His game is There's to slap the shit out of the ball. That is so useless. <laughs> that is one of the most useless things. Like, you're not a floor spacer, so you're going to crowd. You're not playing underneath the basket, so you're playing outside, so nobody's going to guard you. It's going to be funny in the playoffs whenever Ben Simmons is out there on the one line. Everybody's just like, do it. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, care. I'm just saying, would you rather have a guy that scores 50% of the time or a guy that 50% of the time prevents other teams from scoring? I'm just not as sold on the defensive impact. Like, the guy on Philly is so much better defensively than Ben Simmons is. Now, Ben Simmons is a good defender. I'm not going to take that with him. But I'm saying I'd rather have the guy Philly's got because you don't need two of those guys. You need one of those guys. He can come out and hit a three and be a defensive stopper and, you know, just do his job. Ben Simmons is this, oh, well, I'm supposed to be this generational talent, but I can't score hardly. I play a little bit of defense, okay, but there's a bunch of players like me, but I'm making a max contract. All right. Well, moving on. Yeah, 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 I get you. Is he a max contract type player? I mean, (laughs) yeah, I think so. Is he? Yeah, I really think so. I think a lot of people are still butthurt from last year and the beginning of this year where he hasn't played and stuff, but he's still a very, and very not forget to, great A basketball player. James Harden is still better than Ben Simmons right now. James Harden is better than Ben Simmons right now, but that's if it was a dead-even trade. It wasn't a dead-even trade, and that's got a lot more shit for it, too. That's that's what a lot of people they're like. Oh, everybody's just comparing James Harden to Ben Simmons. It's not just Ben Simmons. It's Ben Simmons and half the fucking roster really, and two well, picks, two like, players. You had Seth Curry. They they got replacements for Philly's deeper than people think too. Two picks though, man. 
Toothpicks and is a lot. Picks are nothing whenever you're trying to win now. Picks are nothing when that's you're trying the, to win now. That's the thing. Even with Harden, they're not going to win now. I don't know. They're, no. they're, let's put it this way. Philly hasn't had hasn't had Ben Simmons this year, right? Yeah. And they are a really good team. Right. And now you're adding a, a top 10 NBA player to a really good team. He's also a team fucker-upper. He's the kind of guy that can break apart your team. And he chokes in the playoffs more than any other person I can remember at his top tier of talent. But but that's but that's that. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. see how it works out. We don't know. I'm We're just going off a I'm confident in Joel Embiid. He's going to be the winner out of this. The thing is, though, Joel Embiid is injury prone. What happened last year? Kyrie's injury prone. KD's injury prone. Kyrie don't even play half the games as is. Like so far this year, he's only missed like ten games, and KD and Kyrie have both missed more. Obviously, that's true. (laughs) But I I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think either team's going to win the East, anyways. So (sighs) the Bucks are going to do it. it, It's really up for grabs in the East. So I will agree. I don't know who's. I, I think. Either of them could, but the, just the thing with the Nets is like with Kyrie only play able to play half the games. That is just devastating. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting to see what's going to happen when playoff time comes around. Like, like KD's going to have to have to average fifty. I mean, I'm saying he can do it, and KD's going to have to save him if it's going to happen. But yeah. It's just like what it is. Yeah. Okay, so Super Bowl. Um, I talked to my wife about it, and she's going to be on later in the episode. Uh, but Tracy. Made her pick and her, uh, oh my God, her spread, her spread pick as well. So she did her money line pick and her spread pick. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and start off with you before we discuss it. I want you to go ahead and give me your money line pick. Who do you think winner? Uh, just w- which one of these teams, the Rams or the Bengals, are going to win the Super Bowl tomorrow night? Bengals. All right. Bengals are four-point underdogs, so you're saying you take Bengals' money line and you're taking Bengals to cover, correct? Yes. All right. I I hope the Bengals are going to win. I really do. But if I had to put actual physical cash on this game, I'm taking the Rams to win money line, but the Bengals to cover in a close defensive matchup where a lot of people are going to take the over in this game. Do not take the fucking over in this matchup. This will be a defensive battle. Okay, okay. But I I, I, I hope to God the Bengals win. Um, are you playing any Super Bowl squares games with anybody? Uh, as of right now, no. Oh, you got to get in on some with somebody. Yeah, you got to get in on something. We used, you know, we used to do the thing at Avgol, but. Hell, I, I don't know how long it's been. It's, it's, I don't even know if they do it anymore. Shit, missing out. I got a, I got a five hundred dollar jackpot one at my work. Uh, it's a five dollars square, and then at my mom's house where we're watching the game tomorrow, we're gonna do fifty cent a square thing. So we're just doing final yeah. score for that one. So the winner gets fifty bucks, and at the work one, we're doing quarterly. So first, second, third quarter winners get a hundred bucks, and then the final score gets two hundred. So, uh, and I bought one square. <laughs> I'm so fucking pumped. <laughs> I got something for you. What's that? 
look for Eli Apple to shut down Odell. I mean, I I hope so, and I I really think Eli. Anytime Odell cuts to the middle, Eli's going to be fine. It's that outside coverage where there's going to be a lot of like stretched out catches by Beckham that he can fucking do that, and he's got one of the better quarterbacks that can put it in that position. So I see a lot of first downs being given up by him on short out routes. Uh, but yeah. anything up the middle that's going to be like a big play, I think he's going to shut it down, which is going to cause him to do a lot of third and longs possibly, which will get them away from trying to throw to the ball to Odell. So, yeah. As long as they don't blow it like San Francisco did last week, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, or two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Giving up that third and 20 touchdown, like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. It, it, the Rams shouldn't even be here right now. The fact is, yes, they they should not be at all. That was the Chiefs. The then. Chiefs shouldn't have won the Super Bowl two years ago because the the people keep forgetting the the Niners had them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Niners had them. Uh, so the Chiefs shouldn't even have, be any kind of Super Bowl champs in the past four years. Also, the Rams shouldn't even be in the Super Bowl because yet again the 49ers choked a double digit lead. So. It's it's a coincidence that they're here, cool beans, but Mahomes was legit shut down by this Bengals defense in the second half after fucking every single damn yeah. drive. They just kept scoring, and it was like, this is an unstoppable machine, and they were able to shut it down. And the Rams, the, how good of an offense they can be, I think they're really going to lean on that, that defensive line to just shut shut out the Bengals. I mean, Burrow can get sacked 100,000 times, but that doesn't stop him from scoring touchdowns. But I, I think with this pressure, it's it's going to be pretty tough. And they're going to double-team Jamar a shitload. Well, if they do, they're going to pay the price on T. Higgins. Bro, Jalen Ramsey. T. Higgins well, is amazing. Jalen Ramsey by himself, just with his you know years of experience against this rookie, He's going to shut him down. T. Higg, I think I think Tyler Boyd is going to be the one that has to step up the most because T. Higgins is already looked at as like the over across the middle third down guy. Boyd's the guy that needs the one just hold on to the fucking ball. But yeah, that him and that C.J. Humazada guy, like he's playing. C.J. Yeah, he's uh he'll be fine. But even their backup tight end who came in for him in the mm-hmm. AFC Championship game, he did a pretty good job. So and nobody's really talked about that. They're like, oh, CJ's coming back to play. But, like, that backup dude did a, a pretty damn good job. He blocked majority of the game, but that those blocks is what gave them the little, you know, sure. that's that's one extra person that's not coming against Joe. But uh, should be a great game. Uh, where are you watching at? Your house? Oh, yeah. I'm just kind of debating right now. I got a few options. Since you're where you're at, I say you should probably do Buffalo Wild Wings, man. I've thought about it. I've thought about it. If it was more like my team, I'd be like, hell yeah. But, you know, I'm just kind of watching on the side now. I hear you. I'm not used to it. You know what I'm saying? As a Patriots fan, I am want to be in the championship. (laughs) But you you get to see it how everybody else sees it now. Where every year your team's (laughs) never in it now. And it's like, oh, this is this is what it's like to 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 try to pull for a team that you don't necessarily care about. I think this is the most passionate though I've ever been about a team. I mean, wanting to see a team win than any other year when it's not my team. So, 
Because like, sure. <laughs> like, like, of course, I, I pulled for the Niners against the Chiefs. You know, I, I, I pulled for the Patriots against the Rams. Uh, fuck, who was it? Like, I, I, I actually pulled for the Bucks last year, which I didn't want to, but like, I did not want to see Mahomes, and I just want to see Brady get a ring. So, you know, yeah, it's conference. It's a conference rival or division rival, and it's like hard to pull for him, but I had to. And I was cool, and now fuck them, and they're gone. So whatever. But uh, <laughs> um, yes. But like the Bengals, man, they're so likable. And I, everyone I've known, everyone I know is like, oh yeah, I, I really hope these Bengals do it. I'm like, yeah, they're they're one of the biggest underdogs you've ever seen in a Super Bowl going against the fucking Avengers that is the Rams with just nothing but names, just names. You you can throw up lists of people that are on each team and like. All of these guys on the Rams have just accomplishment after accomplishment after accomplishment. And you go on the Bengals, it's like, they have accomplishments this year. That's about it. Yeah. So, it, it's going to be sure. really, really fun to watch. And uh, that, that halftime show. Did you show, see the news? No. What, what news? About the Rams head coach, Sean McVay. I saw something about uh, Barstool posted like a, like a, a link that said like he's already talking about not being the Rams coach anymore after this after this game. Yeah, he's talking about, like, I think he's trying to hurry up and win a ring so he can go into the, the boot. Uh, I think he's trying to pull a uh, Gruden. <laughs> he's mean, able to focus on his family. That's... He's still be young, devastating though. for the Rams. He's like, still, devastating. He's still young. I, I hope to God that they just don't play 100% because of that. And maybe he's just trying to psych out people or just talk shit because they have to do interviews all this week, like consistently throughout the week. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's just like a, you know. I mean, who wouldn't take a booth job? You make more money in the booth than you do as a coach. And you just, you know what I'm saying? You got more free time. Like, shoot. You're not held as responsible. Romo sounds like a goddamn genius. In the booth, yeah. But like on the field, there were so many times where he made critical mistakes because he read it wrong, and it's like, mm-hmm. why, <laughs> why didn't you do that on the field, dude? <laughs> but it's like when you can see everything and you're not like under the pressure and stuff, you can see how uh, educated and well taught these quarterbacks are. So to have another head coach in the booth would be cool, but it depends on if he has a personality or not. Romo's got a personality. Al Michaels and all those guys, they have fucking personalities. Does McVeigh? Oh my God, did you hear about Al Michaels? Uh-uh. He's going, that, um, NBC booted him out to put Mike Tirico, and he's going to Amazon's uh, with uh, that old Cowboys quarterback. Troy Eggman? Yeah. Shit. I knew, knew Tirico was on doing Amazon, Amazon but I didn't know Al Michaels and Troy Eggman. Shit. I mean... Yeah, a bunch of changes, right? I mean, I'm excited. I wanted to see... Uh, I'm really excited about this Amazon thing because with uh, the Broncos potentially going up for sale this year, uh, I think this is going to be when Bezos steps in and uses some of that money to get him an ownership in an NFL team. This is my theory. Yeah. My theory is that Amazon ends up buying the NFL eventually or becomes a major sponsor to where they offer every single game through Amazon Prime Video, 
without paying yeah, an yeah. extra fee. <laughs> and uh, that gets rid of the NFL Sunday ticket shit where you can just go on your Prime <laughs> Video and watch whatever NFL game you want to. Um, yeah, that's what we want. They'll let Red Zone still be owned by like NFL Network or whoever has it so that where they can still get a little money on the side. But like Prime would have fit, you know, that, that, would, that would make it blow up even more because Prime Video can be streamed anywhere. You know, Sunday ticket has to be through direct TV and shit like that. Like, there's limitations with Amazon Prime Video. Anybody with a fucking phone can watch NFL anywhere in the world. I think it'll globally mm-hmm. spread it a little bit more, and that's just... It's 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 eventually coming to that. I, I hope so. That would be awesome. People are talking shit about it. I'm like, bro, that sounds fucking amazing. Sure. <laughs> um... Shit, I was going to say something earlier. Oh, the halftime show. Uh, every year, there's there's a huge lineup this year, and I don't understand how you can fit all of this into like a 12-minute halftime show, but there's usually a, a surprise. Do you think there's going to be a surprise? And if you do think there's a surprise, who do you think it is? I don't know how there can be. I mean, <laughs> just so many people... Um... I'm just not seeing a surprise this year. I think 50 Cent's going to come out and sing in the club. Okay, okay. I can see that. I can see that. Because you got Dre and Eminem and Dog all within that same shady aftermath type of deal. And then 50 Cent's the other guy that was in that that game when they were in their prime, Mm -hmm. that early 2000s prime. So I think to bring him out, and honestly, I don't understand why Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar is there, too. Because you got all these huge names, and then Kendrick Lamar, who's pretty good, but he's nowhere close to what yeah. these guys are. He don't fit the time frame they're trying to do. Yeah. She just she just put 50 there. Well, it's, it's kind of like, I uh, forgot who was performing, but like um, Travis Scott kind of showed up for 30 seconds and did a song and then peaced out. And it was so fucking random. And yeah. it, was, it was like, what? What, what the fuck? Who was that? I didn't know who he was at the time, uh, but Tracy did, and she was really excited. She's like, oh, shit, I love this song. Like, who the fuck is that guy? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see that show, man. So, see how they, you know. Uh, do you know who's singing the, ha- uh, the Star Spangled Banner? I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. I don't either. I no I'm just ready for North Carolina to make sport betting legal on sports apps. Yeah. I'm all waiting for I've talked about uh, that shit for like two weeks straight now with my friends at work. So it's legal in Virginia. It's legal in Tennessee. I think technically if we just went to the Virginia border and opened mm-hmm. our app, if you already like register with like Barstool Sportsbook or whatever, or you know, MGM or whatever you Caesars. use. Yeah, FanDuel, DraftKings, whatever. If you're standing in that property of Virginia and you open your app, I think it'll let you bet. I believe it. Because it's GPS set on the phone. Because I tried to do it the other day and it's like you're not in the a state where that's allowed. It's I like, know. Okay. I'll you. And it's like, oh, I don't want to do Nobody's daily fantasy anymore. Now, we could technically go to the casino. There's that new one near Charlotte and Gastonia that you can go to now. So you can do, you know, prop bets, everything at those casinos. Bet the spread, 
do the you know over under yeah. money line. You can do all that at the. You have to go inside the the casino physically though. That's the only thing. And if I lived closer to Charlotte, I'd probably be either broke or hella rich right now. <laughs> Let's go with hella rich. I, I hope so. We've done pretty good on our spreads in the playoffs. So. Well, yeah. That last one, I was right on with the uh, Chiefs uh, Bengals. Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah, that shit was cool. It only sucked because, like, the overtime thing. Like, if you bet spread and it goes to overtime, it's it's push. So nobody wins. You get your money back. That's bullshit. It is bullshit. (laughs) I hate that. But I understand because, like, if you're you're betting against me, let's say, let's say I'm the house and you play, and it's like, if it goes to overtime – I'm not losing any fucking money that way. And I don't care because I didn't put it up in the first place. But as for you, you put it up and now you got to go through the struggle of getting that money back and you just didn't win shit. It's kind of, you kind of want to lose in a way to just be like, all right, I lost that one. So be it. I would just be like, credit it to my account and I'll use it again on your app. (laughs) Do it the the very next game. Very next game, the same bet. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, eventually it's supposed to come. I don't know when we're supposed to vote for it because it's it's technically legal in the state of North Carolina. It's just the online part. Yeah. That's what's so fucking confusing about it. It's like, all we need is just that one extra step, man, and then we're there. Well, we should get there. I'd like to thank you, guys. Well, when we do get there, this show is going to be completely different. It's going to be more about betting than anything. Yes, yes. It'll be so good. So much content. All right, man. Well, uh, try to go to Publix tomorrow and get a can of Skyline Chili if they have it. I'm telling you, it's a lot better than uh, what I thought it was going to be. But uh, <laughs> that's that's the only way to, to help the Bengals win, man, is by eating some of that chili. True, true. <laughs> It's the only thing we can do, at least. Um, yeah. You get pizza wings or what? Do you know yet? I don't know yet. Um, I guarantee you everything's already about booked up wing-wise. So. Yeah, I mean, that's why you go to Buffalo Wine Wings, dog. <laughs> Heck, even them, they're, half the time they're out of wings. Really? We got that great wing shortage of the COVID age. Oh, my God. Dude, there's a garlic bread shortage, too. What is happening? <laughs> I, I don't understand that part, but uh, every time you, next time you go to the grocery store, just go over to the frozen garlic bread section. There's there's not going to fucking be anything over there. It's weird. It is what it is, though. It is what it is. All right, man. Thank you for coming on to this Super Bowl special spectacular. That was five minutes of NBA talk, but that's okay. Uh, we both had the Bengals winning the spread. Um, I think Rams are going to win overall, but I hope they don't. And you have Bengals winning overall. So I'll mark these down. Um, it's going to be an awesome game. I don't know what the over-under is off the top of my head. But I don't think, actually, I could tell you in a couple of jiffies. Uh, okay, what I said earlier, you know how I said, you know, I think it's going to be a defensive showdown. Do you yeah. think that or do you think, because over-under is 48 and a half. I'm going 28-24. So you're going over. You're going over. I think the last, I think the fourth quarter, everything heats up. 
Okay. The thing will come back and boom. Final score, 17-20. You heard it here, 17-20. You said 28-24? Yes. Awesome. All right, man. Thanks for coming on, and uh, I'll talk to you later. All right, man? All right. See you, bud. See you, bud. Okay, so for the Super Bowl special, I have on my wife, Tracy. Tracy, the game is the Rams against the Bengals. The Rams are four-point favorites in this game. But the Bengals have been on a roll. Which team do you have just winning overall? Rams. And But here's the thing. Do you think the Bengals will cover? As in, do you think the Rams will win by three or less points? Or will they win by more than four points? More than four. So you say... You pick Rams, and you have Rams covering. Yes. Okay. I respect it. Thanks for listening to the Chris Durham Show. And tomorrow, I will come on and go over a little review of the game. And hopefully it's going to be a fucking barn burner and be awesome. And everything I said about it going under and being a defensive battle was completely wrong. And it's like... Final score of 95 to 94. It'll be amazing. We'll see. Till next time.